Alright guys, what is going on? I'm just going to start out and this is going to be a different kind of podcast. Uh, there will be no news, no music, and no ads. Uh, I It's just a podcast of me uh, doing a special dedication and remembrance of what, a celebrity and actor that and martial artist that I had really high respect of and that is jason david frank so i'm pretty sure most of you guys are aware of this if you're listening to this uh but if you're not he did unfortunately pass on on november 19th 2022 which was as of this recording was a few months ago uh so I actually recorded something like this with one of my uh, good friends, and we actually got so caught up in the conversation that the uh, we didn't realize that the video stopped recording after 30 minutes because of the limitation of uh, the camera. And uh, right now, that has not been posted. I know we were in talks of like kind of like redoing it um but i uh i'm not uh i'm not sure what um is exactly going to go on there um but uh basically if that ever goes on you're probably going to hear a lot of things that i have said repeatedly because i was that was actually going to be a part of uh the podcast i was actually going to take that recording and put it into the uh, podcast recording as well and he was going to host it on his youtube site and um So this time I'm doing it on my own and uh, I mean I'm going to be honest like usually with like uh, celebrity deaths um, doesn't really affect me um, too much but this one this one really hit hard and um, part of the reason it hit hard one I'm a huge Power Rangers fan I mean uh, if if you guys know me, if uh, you know, if you follow Turtle Recall, if you followed any of the Moving Lack Posh, um, or if you just know me personally, you guys would know I've always been a big uh, Power Rangers fan. That's always been one of my uh, strong passions. Uh, like you know, I would say like until the uh, 2003 show, I actually had a stronger passion for Power Rangers than I had for Ninja Turtles. Uh, but once once I got m- more in the Ninja Turtles lore, I I, I became more into uh, Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers. The character Tommy was actually what got me into Power Rangers. Uh, so funny enough, my little brother, uh, he was really into Power Rangers. Like you know, we we just came back uh, from from Iran. The show had already like premiered, and I think it was on its like second month. Um, something like that, and he got instantly hooked. Me personally, I because like I just came back from Iran, and in Iran there was still that big Ninja Turtle hype that was that was like gone from America. Like that made me more into Ninja Turtles, and then all of a sudden, like everyone is like talking about, like, oh, this is going to be the series that take over, like you know, the Ninja Turtles like popularity. And, well, I mean, to be honest, it did. And I think that's part of the reason why I was kind of, like, resenting at first. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't care for it. And I swear, I swear, like, someone who did the scheduling for this show 
always like made sure that it was it only aired while my brother was in school. So I had to like record the episodes for him. And like uh, because before, if you guys don't know, Power Rangers used to air in the Fox Kids uh, morning because Fox Kids actually did not have that much faith in this show. Uh, so they did like you know in the weekday morning slot, and then like basically our our local affiliate like they saw how popular the show was. Eventually, they actually aired it after the Fox. Fox Kids like weekday uh, line lineup, so it would actually air after like Batman the animated series, uh, which I mean that was a whole like um, ordeal itself. Well, I'm here recording the show uh, for my little brother because we didn't have cable. I had to use the antenna, and basically the way that we had to do it was if we didn't hold the antenna right, uh, we couldn't watch the show. Uh, we couldn't watch that channel at all, so uh, we'd be doing that. I'd be holding it uh, while I'd be recording it, and like basically, I'm just like, oh, what is this? Like, whatever. Uh, then came like the special week, the Green Ranger week, and like you know, where they're like, oh, there's a new uh, Power Ranger, and it's evil, and like he's powerful and everything. And I'm here watching. I'm like, oh my gosh. This ranger is like really cool, and like I was like really getting into him, and like and like oh, and uh, that's actually what got me into the show, and then all of a sudden like I became like this hater of the show. To all of a sudden like I'm here buying the action figures like with my brother, and like you know we'd be you know playing with them and everything, and uh, of course like I had to make sure I got the Green Ranger. Eventually he became the White Ranger. You know, then then red, then he came back for black. Uh, but that character like was what sucked me into the show, just only because I felt like he had more of a personality than the other Rangers. And like, I mean, let's be honest. Like, you know, you watch the first season of the show, uh, they were really like stereotypes of each other. Like, you know. Freaking Blue Ranger was a nerd, and you can tell he's a nerd because he had the glasses. Uh, Red Ranger, he was like the the jock. Oh, like you know, I mean, it, it was just like all these things. Like Pink Ranger was like that California Valley girl. Uh, it, it was like all of these uh, tropes that they can. So when it came to Tommy, especially since he started out evil, like all of a sudden, like he had like a cooler personality and uh, than the rest because he wasn't this cookie cutter that the other ones were and everything well yeah uh, i got he was what got me into the show um and then long after when my brother finally got to a point where he was uh too old for the show i actually kept up with it only because by the time he got too old for the show that's like when i found out that the sh that the show was based off of a uh a uh, japanese like series that's been that started in like like the late '60s, and and that really what interested me. Uh, and of course, like the thing that interested me the most was the fact that they actually took like Japanese scenes and then and then like you know uh, spliced them with American new American footage. And so I just found it fascinating. Uh, like and I was like, oh wow, that's actually really cool. So that's like you know literally if it wasn't for Tommy. I wouldn't be into the show. And of course, like, I mean, of course I was a big fan of the show. Like, you know, when uh, Power Rangers Dino Thunder came in and all of a sudden, like, 
he he came back as uh, the Black Ranger. I thought that was like super cool. I actually really liked that. And then most of the anniversary specials, uh, he would come in like you know he came in on, on Wild Force. He came in on uh, Super Mega Force, and and then uh, he came in on Super Ninja Steel. Like basically, like he was almost in every anniversary special. There is a new anniversary special that is coming up in a few months, um, and uh, he is unfortunately not in it. And uh, I know I'm like I I don't know what the official uh, thing is. I just know in August. He announced that he's uh, retiring the Tommy character, and I personally, I think this is what happened. I think, I think Hasbro like came up to him and they're like, "Oh, oh, we're doing an anniversary special. We want to do one with all the original cast, like all the surviving original cast of of the Mighty Morphin series, like do and and like do it as a direct Netflix streaming uh, special and everything." And um, sh- but I think. I think he turned it down, not because he didn't, not because he didn't want to do it. It was, um, I think he turned it down because he was doing his passion project, which is uh, Legend of the White Dragon, and he didn't want to take away time from that. Also, there could be, there also could be other reasons. Um, like you know, I, I. I don't know, like I said, I don't know what the personal reasons are, um, like, you know, and maybe this was part of the reason what led, um, what, what led to his, uh, his death, you never know, um, because, I mean, unfortunately, like, you know, people battle demons in different ways, and maybe that was, maybe that was, like, one of the first signs, I, I personally, I personally don't know, but I feel, I feel like, it was more he turned it down because he wanted to make sure he got Legend of White Dragon uh, finished. And uh, as of this recording, it's not uh, finished. I know, like, the production crew, uh, especially the people at Bat in the Sun, they had, like, they took a pause because they weren't sure what to do. But uh, they did, they did like, make a decision. No, this was something that Jason wanted to complete. And he want like you know, and so so they have like they are like in the process of finishing that movie, and um, I'm I'm like ninety percent sure uh, I'm ninety percent sure his character Eric Reed is going to have a really great send off at the movie. I'm pretty sure that character will unfortunately like die, but probably will die as a hero. But like, kind of like, have that dedication um, to the actor and to the person who basically was like trying to get this uh, movie uh, created. And I mean, to be honest, like, uh, I went from for this for this Legend of the White Dragon movie, I went from like, oh, I'll I'll check it out eventually. To okay, once it gets released, I'm definitely gonna watch it that first day. So Jason himself, uh, I mean, I, I can never forget the first time I actually met him. So he did a convention down in Orlando. And if you guys don't know, uh, Turtle Recall, we're located in Atlanta. Uh, so I went and I was like, I'm going to go to this convention. And 
I asked my friends. None of my friends uh, were actually Power Ranger fans. Uh, so, like, they had no interest in going to this convention. And so I decided, okay, I went by myself. I made uh, the seven-hour drive from Atlanta to Orlando. Went to this convention solely to see uh, Jason David Frank uh, because I wanted to meet him. I wanted to shake his hand. I wanted to talk to him. You know, like, you know, he was a hero. Uh, and I wanted to, I really wanted to meet my hero. And I will say probably, like, not a disappointment. Not a disappointment at all. He was exactly what I was hoping uh, he would be. Uh, at this convention, he was working, but uh, um, he was working to be for his MMA career. Uh, so, like that was his big, um, that was his like big uh, concentration at the time. Was like he was trying to get into M MMA. This was before he won the belt because I remember the year that he won the belt. He actually brought the belt uh, to the convention. We got like pictures of it uh, within everything. Uh, I I just remember. I remember at this convention, what they did was they had this like meet and greet with people from the Ranger Board community. Ranger Board, it's still active. It's just uh, it's not as active as it is now because of other social media sites. Uh, but Ranger Board was a forum that people would just go and like post stuff and like you know just share their Power Ranger fan uh like you know fandoms and everything and like that's like where a lot of people like online would meet up over there so they created like a, a meet and greet over there where the other ranger actors would be there uh robert axelrod was there uh, and I think Ruben Langdon, um, he, he's more, he did like more of the, uh, fight scenes. Um, so you didn't actually see him as an actor, but he's actually more famously known as, uh, Ken from, uh, Street Fighter. Uh, and he was also Dante from, uh, Devil May Cry. But I mean, the two big draws in this meeting was that like, you know, Robert Axelrod and, uh, Jason David Frank Robert Axelrod, he was the voice of Lord Zed, and he sadly uh, passed away a few years ago. Uh, so, so we did this meet and greet. All like a bunch of people, and this was the first time a lot of people got to meet these other people they've been talking to years on on Ranger Board. So that was pretty cool because I I met a few people over there. I was like, oh yeah, oh oh you're th you're this guy. Oh you're this guy. You're this guy. I mean. Uh, and like you know, I was uh, the Muzz. Uh, so like you know, well, and I heard a lot of people mispronounce me as the Muse. Um, and, uh, like, um, but and then and then Robert and uh, Robert and Ruben uh, came in, and we all talked to them and everything. And it was just really cool. We had this like intimate interaction with them, and then all of a sudden, like I mean, of course he came late because like you know why not? Um, but uh, the doors open, and here is. Jason David Frank and like I mean the room went silent as he like went in as like people were just in just in awe I mean because like you know I mean Tommy is one of the most popular uh, Power Rangers like of all time I mean you know not just for the Power Rangers community but like the 90s community in general uh like you know he he was like you know like the Steve Urkel of kids uh tv shows even though Family Matters is kind of a kids' TV show, but, I mean, you would understand what I mean. Uh, 
he, I mean, he came in and, I mean, I mean, just like all of a sudden, like the whole draw was onto him and he was just the nicest he could be. He signed like everything. I mean, I remember there was this uh, one guy, he just brought in like, I don't know, at least like 20 different uh, action figures and comic books or not, not really comic books, like posters, I should say, just like whatever he had, like he had, he was like, Oh, Hey, can you sign this? Can you sign? I mean, he was just signing everything and he went and signed. And this is like 100% before, uh, before comic conventions was his main income. Uh, you know, he would, he actually signed a lot of stuff for free. He took pictures with everyone and he was like not charging. I mean, I actually remember for the longest time he said like, you know, I never want to charge for my pictures or autographs. I mean, and, and things obviously changed when, like, you know, uh, with uh, different conventions, and especially, like, when he started going to the conventions where they they pay him, they didn't pay him, they paid him less, and they basically like, oh, uh, to get your money back, you got to uh, charge the fans, and, like, you know, I'm, and, like, I know for most actors... They prefer it that way because they end up getting more money uh, that way. Uh, it's, but, uh, you know, this was like before then. And I also, I remember like how much he was saying like, oh, I want, only want to do the smaller conventions to have like more of that, more like, you know, the interaction like this. I mean, of course, like that also changed. The, every, everything really changed with him when, uh when like comic like when he stopped like doing like um acting and uh the mixed martial arts I, w I would say like right when he stopped doing the mixed martial arts uh and like conventions was his like sole income uh so like i mean things like really changed uh from there with his like philosophy of what he was telling us back then but yeah he i mean it was it was cool i mean he did this and then once and then he actually left that meet and greet early. Once he left, I mean, pretty much everyone was like, okay, we're done with the meet and greet. And, like, you know, it it, it was, like, kind of, like, one of those things. Like, you know how you go to a party and, like, the most popular person is the first person to leave? And then once that person leaves, like, the party's dead? That exactly happened with that meet and greet was that once, once he left the meet and greet, he, uh, like, you know, the... I mean, the socialization was over. Uh, so, we, I mean, in it, that was just an amazing moment. And then, like, the next amazing moment I had was, like, right after that, like, my new friends that I have been, like, talking to, like, online for, like, I mean, at least, like, three or four years or something like that, uh, they went, they came and told me, like, oh, hey, we're doing oh we're meeting with him to go to do a dinner because like they were also like part of the staff of this uh convention and they're like we have we have some extra room uh do you want to join us and i was like yeah uh because like apparently they what they did was they reserved like a big uh table and they just they needed uh seats to fill uh for for that table um but they didn't want to like they didn't want to get like like the younger con goers or something like that. Um, but like, since they trusted me they're like, okay. So I had dinner with him and like, I mean, to this day, I can't remember what I actually ate, what kind of restaurant it was. I mean, I just know it was just in walking distance of the, of the hotel. Uh, and, but it was just like, it, it was just like mind blow blowing to me. Like I'm here in like a, 
even smaller setting that I had with him and I'm like eating with him like you know my idol and it was just such it was such an incredible uh feeling uh like you know and I, I remember after that I I messaged my friends I was like oh my gosh you wouldn't believe it and like I mean my friends were like they were so happy for me because they they, they knew they knew that this was like you know like uh, th- th- this was pretty much heaven for me at that moment and so um yeah so I mean to say that convention was a success is just an understatement I mean that was definitely well worth the drive well worth the admission I paid uh for the convention uh just everything uh and I mean after um uh, I mean afterwards he he went to that convention like it was almost a yearly thing um that he would go to that convention and up until uh when the Power Ranger conventions, like the more focused Power Ranger conventions, uh, started happening. Because at this point, there was no official uh, Power Rangers uh, convention. Morphicon uh, didn't start just yet. It actually started like I don't know, like a year or two afterwards or something like that. And then, then Morphicon, then Morphicon started, and and then like you know, uh, that's also when you start doing uh, that the Lexington. Um, a toy convention as well, and I would say Lexington was like the really the first one because like the first Morphicon he went to, he didn't charge, and I remember that's why one of the reasons why his line was so long was because of uh he didn't charge. Uh, but at Lexington was like the first time he he charged, and I, I was like blown away. I was like whoa whoa, and but I mean now that I know how. Uh, conventions uh, work and everything and uh, like you know and we're seeing a lot more conventions are doing this is because uh, basically they're giving and the actors a smaller fee to make it more affordable for them um, but they're giving them the choice to to charge and especially like now like everyone has like card readers and that kind of stuff like you know because um, cash is like really a thing of a pass uh, like a lot more people a lot more of these actors are going uh this route and i mean you know i mean they this is a good source of income uh for them and i mean there i know there's I know there's like uh that people like um who don't mind and I know there's people that hate uh like you know but you know it's it's how they it's how they choose it in like you know for us to go meet them it's like you know it is it is a way for them uh to bring, get that back their costs and, and everything uh you know and I mean l- let's be honest like now we are living in a world where we have like cameo where if you want to like have them leave you a video message that also costs money. So like, I think it's not in the, it's, it's not out of the norm now that when you go to conventions that you get charged for an autograph or for a picture of them taken with your phone. Uh, but like now I will say, you know, so I've seen how Jason was at the con scene before like the popularity of Power Rangers at conventions because you know for the longest time people didn't want to book Power Rangers and conventions because it was a kids tv show and they didn't think it was that popular but like by the time we got to uh the 
like you know the mid 2000s to like the 2010s like and now not 90s pop culture is like uh booming and also the fact also the fact is that the 90s kids are now like in a position where they have like disposable income uh like now like you're seeing power rangers pretty much in every convention now now uh something i will say i mean you know Everyone has flaws uh, in their life. And I will say one of JDF's uh, flaws was he really had a ego thing. Like, a, like he had a very big ego about himself. And obviously, like, with so many fans around the world, obviously that's not that was not going to help shrink it down on him. And now, I, I don't know about... I don't know how much of this is true, but I, I've heard it from a lot of good sources that like he always wants to make sure that when he's at a convention, uh, like, you know, he has a long line and like, like, so that's why he's always late um, for his signings or his photo ops. Uh, and it was just so like, the hype was there so he can go and like you know share on instagram facebook twitter it's like oh look at all these people like you know yeah, but like when he comes in he tries to get that crowd all hyped up all screaming um and everything uh now what i've heard uh from a lot of the uh convention uh people that i've like known personally is that like what what he does at some of the conventions is he'll actually have one of his guys like come in and see how long the line was and like once it reaches to a point where he feels that oh this like this shows me like how like how popular I am then he starts like coming out um but at, uh, as I said like once he comes out, like, you know, he come in and, like, you know, he shouts something like, Dragon Zord, everyone shout and go, Dragon Zord, like, you know, he was like, all right, guys, what time is it? And everyone be like, oh, it's morphin' time, and, you know, do, doing all, doing all the stuff that the fans, like, the, the thing the fans, like, was just eat up, as, like, they would just love uh, the those kind of moments and everything. And something else about him is that he always had this, whole last fan standing at every convention he'd go to so even though like even though his line was always like around like throughout the whole convention and like you know all the convention spaces they all they always like made sure his line is like not in the way of like any of the other things he would stay and sign every autograph take every picture he would not leave uh his his thing even after the convention closes until he got to every fan and that was like something i actually appreciated appreciated of him because there's a lot of uh, actors like when like once it's like oh my time is up and it is like all right bye sorry sorry i couldn't get to you guys uh you know hopefully you'll be back tomorrow or you know what uh i'll hopefully you'll find another convention i'm at like you know once they get through their obligated like hours and they're like oh, okay no my time's up i'm i'm done uh, like you know jdf was never like that he was always like no i'm gonna stay until everyone who came in line to see me gets her gets her autograph you know even if it's just 
just to shake his hand and like you know he is he is definitely there for them and i mean constantly i've i've seen him uh do like i eat even with me i've known a couple times where all i wanted was just uh his autograph and he would actually like offer like a free picture like you know like without charging me for it he was like and i, I like i would i remember like there was a day i told him I was like oh no I, I I didn't pay for it. And he was like, no, no, it's okay. We 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 take it anyway. I mean, you know, and that was the kind of guy that he was. So like, I mean, even though he 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 started with the convention scene with the whole like, I will never charge fans into like, oh, okay, no, I'm I'm like, you know, it's fifty dollars if you want my signature on your DVD co- uh, cover. Um, but at least he was still. He still always made sure that the fans interacted with him was always in a positive light, which I really appreciated that. And he was he was definitely not one that like, you know, he made sure that whatever like if someone else wanted something else signed and they didn't have the money for it, he would actually go and do it because he knew that he wouldn't be in the position that he was at for if or not for his fans i will 100 like uh die on that hill to uh to defend him on that i will also say something something he did what i thought was very smart so during during the pandemic when like conventions were pretty much like closed like you know there was a good two years that there were no conventions obviously since conventions were like a huge part of it, his income he actually uh worked around that uh, and like you know very smart man i was gonna like he was a very s- smart uh, person and what he did was he would go to local comic book shops and and he would just uh like he he would actually go and do like the signings in there it would bring business to the comic book shops and then like you know oh and like he would just take a he would take a cut of like all the sales of like the the photo ops and everything um but like not only uh, not only it kept uh his income uh and like you know his appearances uh with the fans and everything it also helped the comic book shops that were struggling during the pandemic uh so like you know they would get a, a boost in sales and like i know several comic book shops that he just came in and he would like grab a, uh, a bunch of those uh boom comics or, or like any uh Ranger merchandise that they had this line around he would just go and like sign them and just uh give it to the comic book shop and be like hey charge whatever you want to charge like you know it's like like you know doing that and like just not even like uh charging them for those signatures um um you know but i thought that was a really creative way for him to keep to keep that convention presence going when there was no uh convention again with his with his uh ego i will say like one memory i do have which i mean it's very silly uh i mean in in the context of it for the for uh, for Power Rangers Super Mega Force, that was the season where basically adapted from Gokaiger. If you guys, but if you guys don't know what Gokaiger is, uh, in that season, 
the the Power Rangers, they got upgraded suits to be, they look like pirates. And But the big thing was like they had these Power Ranger keys and they put it in their morphers and they would change into whatever Power Ranger. And so, uh, you know, it was the American 20th anniversary. It was Japan's 35th anniversary. But like basically like you had the Red Ranger, he would take the Red Ranger Mighty Morphin key and then he all of a sudden became the Mighty Morphin Red Ranger. A really cool concept, really great way to just sell some plastic uh, junk that did not have too much detail on it to people like me who just went and bought them all. Well, what Bandai of America did was they're like, oh, hey, we're going to do uh, Morphin Madness, like a play on March Madness, you know, where, you, you know, uh, you had like the brackets and instead of like, instead of like four, like, uh, instead of like the final four, it was the final five because, you know, five Power Rangers and everything. And of course, like each bracket, like Tommy was at least like in three of them and i think one of them he had like he had to fight himself like it um in the brackets and it was basically a popularity contest people go in on the website vote for their favorite ranger in um in that bracket and then they'll see who would won and like with a with any fandom like when when there's a really like popular character there there's going to be like an equal group that's like the the haters of that character. So there, there, there's a lot of Tommy haters in the Power Ranger community. Just a lot. Uh, which is very unfortunate. I mean, but it is like one of those, like, I don't know, maybe born out of jealousy, maybe like, you know, uh, just other things that they have. Well, what was happening was those people were downvoting any matchup that Tommy had with any other Ranger. Like, you know, so if it was like, oh, it's... Uh, Black Dino Ranger versus the Gold Ranger. Everyone's like, everyone go vote for the Gold Ranger. And it got to a point where, and the only actor that was like, concerned about this was JDF. Like no no other actors even cared uh, about this going on. Like most of them probably didn't even know this was going on. But like all of a sudden like JDF sees this and he's like, oh no, I need to make sure all my characters are like number one. Uh, so what he ended up uh, doing because of because he, because of the group that was trying to bring Tommy down, he was like, okay, hey, if you show me a picture that you voted for Tommy each day, like because you had one vote per day, oh, I will I will send you a signature uh, and like so like so now you have a group of people who were like you know these Tommy loyalists over here like just just voting for Tommy just so they can get uh, a free signature and it went so crazy that like uh like you know both sides were like manipulating the Bandai's site um with the cookies and just putting in uh fraudulent votes from like you know uh the just the from the limitations of the of the website and exploiting exploiting that and it went so crazy bandai had a final like step in and be like like okay we fixed the voting thing and like they went and like upped like their uh security in, um on their website so people would actually have a chance to legitimately like vote uh for their favorite characters and not be influenced by either side and it was it was just so 
crazy on like uh, on how that happened and like you know that's <laughs> I mean that's honestly like one of the old reasons why we never seen that uh, promotion uh, again uh, I mean other than the fact that the keys were only in for one season and also uh, it was a few years after that it was when uh, Bandai sold it uh, sold the franchise to Hasbro but it, it was just just that moment was just uh, insane. I will say, so after his passing happened, I saw a huge, huge influx on like people trying to get Green Ranger merchandise, which, and it, the funny thing was like White Ranger, uh, Red Zeo, Red Turbo, and uh, Black Dino Thunder, that merchandise wasn't really affected, but Green Ranger was. I mean, White Ranger to extent also of uh, jumped up, but like Green Ranger, Green Ranger was a the big one. Uh, now, me personally, I I liked him as uh, White the best. Actually, I thought the White Ranger costume uh, was the best uh, co- costume, and that's actually why, like, when I got my uh, my custom. Uh, action figure from Hasbro to have like my character face have like the character face to be look like me uh, I instead took that off of Iron Man and put it straight on to the White Ranger because I I wanted to be White Ranger there was no option to be White Ranger for on Hasbro's site so I made it my option and like but yeah like also like in 2022 Walmart started selling Green Ranger ornaments and of course I bought it like as soon as it came out, because I was like, oh, I don't have a Green Ranger or, or Mighty Morphin ornament. I have, I have like, other Rangers. I have, like, you know, all three Hallmark uh, ornaments and some of, like, various other uh, ornaments. But I remember Target one year sold a Green Ranger ornament, and I never, I never saw it in my store. So when I saw that they made a Green Ranger ornament, I was like, oh, I need to get this. And and then, like, on, like you know, uh, af- after his passing... All of a sudden, like, you couldn't find those ornaments uh, in stores anymore because people were really uh, buying them. I don't think I don't think anyone was really buying them to resell them. I think it was just more of, like, they're buying it to for remembrance. Um, I mean, because, I mean, let's be honest, like, you know, for Power for Power Just fans, this was a huge blow to them. This was, like, a huge blow to Power Just fans. But also, just for uh, not people 90s kids this was a big blow to them too uh like you know a lot of people grew up in the 90s they're now like in their uh their 30s or their mid 30s and power rangers was a huge part of their childhood even though like they probably stopped after season three that's a lot of people actually stopped watching it but you know they could name the original uh, five rangers, and then of course they could name you Tommy from them because like you know it's like oh yeah yeah Tommy came in and like you know beat all the other Power Rangers up. Uh, he was uh, he, he like you know that's all that was a lot of people's like favorite rangers. So uh, I think that's why Green is selling more than White, even though when he became white that was a huge deal too i remember i remember like you know the the promotions from fox kids and everything oh who's gonna be the white ranger and everything and then like you know you had the like you know because like they were like oh you know it was like the first new ranger after a year uh like you know because it was a new design like you know like you know, something different us americans we didn't know that this was just a sixth ranger from another 
uh, series in the in the Japanese uh, show. Like you know, we we didn't know this. We just we just thought like they went and like made a cool new design that was more original than the other ones. And this one, I remember like the big thing. I was like, oh, he actually has his coin on his chest. Like, well, because at that time, like the 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 toys the action figures all the rangers had the coins on the chest and uh like you know they never had that in the show and i was like oh they actually did that for the white ranger that's actually really cool you know again not knowing that this was like that that series the original japanese series there was no coins there they didn't have the same kind of morphers like they they just it was just a happy accident that they were able to use and like you know uh put on there but I really think, I really think because a lot more people remember green than they remember white. I mean, like, if you take all the 90s kids and, like, you know, they can tell you that Tommy was a Green Ranger, uh, probably half of them, like, remember, like, remember that Tommy then became white. They, they probably didn't even know, uh, to be honest, like, uh, like, you know, or they didn't remember because, like, you know, uh, the show... The, the the show is like in a weird kind of thing because it's as for a certain age group because the younger like the younger kids aren't really going to watch it uh, because it's not a cartoon but then but then like you know when the kids get to like uh, you know 12 13 14 it is like oh this is too silly uh, for me and to be honest like when the show came out, I was a little bit older. I was a little bit older than their demographic. Um, but like I said, if it like my younger brother was the one who got me into the show, so uh, like, yeah. So that's why I think that's why I think like the Green Ranger merchandise really sold. And like I, because I even remember seeing the action figure sales. All of a sudden, like even on eBay and everything, all of a sudden like all these Green Ranger action figures from Hasbro, Bandai America, Bandai Japan, uh, whatever, like, you know, Super 7, like, all of a sudden, like, all of these are, like, now in demand right now. And it is because of, like, oh, no, we got, uh, you know. And then, I mean, and then you're, I've seen, like, a lot of other groups that are just, like, like, people are just asking for, like, oh, hey, do you have a signed figure or a signed comic uh, from, from from Jason David Frank? And, of course, like, that's going to happen. Like, you know, once something's not a, is not available anymore, like, you know, people are going to try to um, get it. Uh, I mean, you know, fortunately, uh, I personally, I have way too many action figures signed from him. Uh, and, like, he actually, you know, he never, like, remembered my name, even though my name is the same as his name. Like, you know, we're, um, but, uh, he, every time he saw me, um, cause I went to several, um, conventions that he went to, he remembered me as a person, as the guy with the, uh, hard to find toys because I always, I always had like these sets of toys that I had that he never saw before. Uh, he never saw like the miniatures uh, like where they actually had the rangers in the civilian form but didn't have him they didn't have his character and said he was the white ranger and like i remember like when he 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 saw it he like picked it up and he showed it to david yose he was like he was like david look um it's you have you seen this before and he was like no i never seen this before you know i remember he uh like he signed that uh he he did this thing like where it was the first time he seen that action figure he'd write number one on it and then he would uh sign it uh i have several action figures that have number one um on it 
and because that was the first time he's seen it uh i remember he actually he really he he really wanted my my turbo red ranger the one it was a head flip and because he never saw he, he said he told me he saw the green ranger the white ranger and the zeo ranger he said he never saw uh they did uh tur his turbo red uh, ranger and he thought it was going to be the replacement uh which that character's name was tj Sullen ward uh he he didn't know that they actually did it with him uh and like i he like he really was like oh man he was like he i, I swear like i think he he was ready to like just pull out his wallet and just like uh uh give me money for it uh the first action figure i actually had him sign from me that uh uh, that I had uh, was the Automorphin White Ranger. I'm that was a figure that I told myself I I I kept that as a kid. I kept it like off to the side, and I never opened it. And uh, I I don't think I ever bought a second one because I never I don't think I ever found a second one because I found like the Automorphin White Ranger in the the metallic colors, and th th those are all over Big Lots for like two dollars. Um, but the Automorphin white ranger for some reason i could never find these in store and then like the the day i found it on in stores i bought it and then i remember i, I, was, I was telling like uh my brother and my parents i was like i'm not gonna open this and they're like why are you not gonna open it i thought you really wanted it and i said no i really do want it i want to keep it forever in here and i said i told them like if i ever meet the actor i want to give him this action figure and have him sign it i really want his signature on this action figure, so that was the first action figure I ever had him uh, sign from me. Of course, I've also had him. He signed Automorphin Green Ranger. I had him sign the uh, the Power Rangers OTO one time only of the Green Ranger uh, Automorphin figure and the Dragon Dagger. Uh, he uh, and I remember he thought that was such a cool set. He was like, "Wow, I never seen this one. This is so cool." Um, I mean. Uh, I don't, I don't, if you guys are listening to this, you guys know, if you guys remember what Power Rangers OTO is, uh, I'm like, you know, I'm curious about that. Like, you know, definitely message me about that. Uh, that is like, that was such an obscure thing that happened with, uh, Fox Kids. Um, uh, I mean, and I mean, of course I had him sign, uh, Power Rangers Dino Thunder, uh, things. I've had him sign, uh, many DVDs I've had, like, I, I swear, like half of my DVDs, uh, I, I think I got to a point, um, especially, especially he started charging. Um, I got to a point like, I was like, okay, I don't need him have sign my DVDs anymore. Like, uh, so I think, I think I had him stop like right before Zio. So I don't, I don't think he signed, uh, either Zio or, um, or Turbo. Uh, and to be honest with, with Turbo, I was kind of saving that for more for like the second cast anyway. Um, but I, I mean, I'm so fortunate that I have an abundant of uh, James David Frank signatures. I have in my action figure museum. I actually have a framed poster uh, that he signed that he did for Morphicon, where he couldn't make it to that Morphicon, so instead he uh, signed the posters of uh, uh, for the people, and it, it was just like in our uh, goodie bag. Uh, so. I'm actually really fortunate on that. Um, and I kind of like, I do kind of feel bad for like the people that never got a chance to actually meet him that really wanted to meet him, but they never did. Or, or like on the other side, uh, where, you know, people were either like 
put off from on how much is charging or how long the line was that 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 was the reason why they never got a chance to meet him because of like just those aspects and i'm actually fortunate i'm actually very fortunate that uh that that didn't uh, pertain to me so oh i do want to talk about this i want to talk about if you guys don't know the cause of his passing was he did commit suicide and uh suicide is a very personal subject to me it's really personal for so many reasons um i've had uh i've had friends um that i had close friends who unfortunately have like taken away their lives um and just through depression uh just through hardships uh through so through so many things uh i mean usually when a huge life change happens um that will cause or like for a lot of people there's so many demons that they're battling and they think that's the only way out and it is um very unfortunate that uh jason uh decided to go this route and i just um i mean i i know he knows that he has a lot of fans in the fandom like really appreciate him so i mean he he, i know that that there was he didn't feel that there's no way he didn't feel the love and i'm pretty sure he knew once this was going to happen how much of a huge impact it would definitely have um but it was um i mean it's probably a much bigger impact than he could ever imagine and i i and i just don't i i i just don't know why or um it's just more of why um he decided to go this route uh now i i know there's a lot of people uh chatter uh and i've seen the chatter and i kind of like have to turn that chatter off because i don't i don't think i don't like to blame it on a, a person or a group of people or anything like that because it has to be bigger than 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 that uh, but i do want to just say um you know if you or or a loved one you feel that uh like you know that you want to do harm uh to yourself or you feel that there's no way out um i mean get help and the biggest way to get help is to just say something um i mean 100 just just say uh just like you know talk to somebody um so i had a friend um he uh he was going through a divorce and um and like he lost his sight and he just did not he did not think that there was any reason to go on and um i i remember uh when he uh posted about it on on facebook and i reached out i reached out to him and several other people also reached out to him and um he thankfully he didn't go through it he um he he bandaged up uh his wrist and he's still alive uh to this day and he uh he has like 
general like came in and like thanked us each like almost like each year um from the day that he posted it on facebook um and he said i'm so glad you guys showed me the love and that uh that i'm still here and that i could uh write this and i i mean uh that still makes me so happy because even though I mean, he lives uh, like maybe a three or four hour drive away from me and I haven't seen him in God knows uh, how long in person, but at least he knows that that we still love him and that we wouldn't want him to go. And I'm so glad that we were able to help him out in that aspect. Uh, there is a uh, phone number of uh, like, you know, you can reach out for suicide um, awareness, uh, it is, uh, 998, or sorry, 988, um, um, but even, like, even without even calling that number, if you ever, if you feel like one of your friends aren't feeling loved, or they're, like, you know, they're not happy, like, you know, just reach out and tell them, like, you know, I mean, just, just simply tell them that I'm here, and, like, you know, I care for you, um, it, I mean, it really goes a long way for a lot of people, um, and uh, you know, I I know there'd be countless people in the world that would have like messaged, called, like you know, po- poked or whatever on social media to, to tell Jason that like you know, um, you have a great legacy. You know, don't end it so soon. Um, I mean, it's just unfortunate that he felt that this was his only way to silence those demons. And I, I mean, I kind of wish he had the help. I mean, I've, I've, I've heard the rumors. I know he was going, I know he was going through a divorce. Um, I mean, there's so many factors in there, but like, even, you know, look at someone like Robin Williams, where everyone every time like you like see any kind of like news article or something like that it was always in a good light every interview he had was like he was always in this jovial mood uh it's hard to tell with some people what they're really feeling um inside and it's just really um unfortunate and um i mean unfortunately that story i shared with you is my only story of a person that was affected personally that didn't go through with it because unfortunately I have other friends that did and we simply didn't see the signs at all. Um, and it just like, you know, we had to, uh, one of my, one of my best friends, uh, stepmother, um, like after, after her, her children decided that they didn't want to stay with her after the divorce. Um, I mean, she, that, that like, you know, no one's, no one saw the signs that it was going to, um, she was going to do that, but it happened. Um, it's just, it's just so many things and it's so hard. It's so hard. Um, like, you know, to see it, but you know, if there's anyone in your life that you haven't, uh, that, anyone in your life that you haven't like you know talked to 
um, or like you know you haven't heard from like a peep like you know if like they haven't like you haven't seen them on social media or anything like that. Uh, the only thing I can really ask you to do is just send a message. Just send a message and say, "Hey, what's going on?" Um, or, "Hey, is ever like you know uh, what's the latest?" Um, like you know just something like that does go a long way uh, sometimes and. Like, you know, it, it really shows that you care for this person. And that's really what uh, I really want to get through um, with this was uh, we just need to do that. We need to something like, you know, if like just something like that just shows the love and we can get through the it just shows that our our positivity will share and hopefully hopefully all uh, the these kind of things yeah um it just shows the positivity and that way like people will know that there's always someone thinking about someone else and like you know if if there's ever like the time that someone just feels like no one like that they're being forgotten just doing like a small gesture like that will show like no you're always in someone else's mind and i mean honestly whoever's listening to this you do matter to somebody you matter and you're always loved you like there's nothing uh that'll ever take those two moments away and if you feel if you ever feel that you're not uh, definitely reach out and uh, and uh, to be honest, if you don't feel if you're listening to this and you don't feel loved or mattered, message message me uh, you know on Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, wherever however you can uh, find me or however you find this podcast uh, because you because you really do matter. Um, I want to thank everyone who listened to this podcast. I know this is very different from, the other ones, uh, next week we will go back into fun Ninja Turtle topics, I promise. Uh, but thank you for listening.